0: hello you are listening to episode number 53 of the fellow cast another ask the pastors episode in which i'm asking the following question to pastor garth funnykirk how do i hear god's voice and how do i know what he is telling me
1: Valdo, I think it's one of the most important questions we can ever ask in our relationship with God, isn't it? Because apart from hearing somebody's voice or being able to speak to them, there really is no relationship. Yeah, So it's critically important. And I just must put this in here because we have to recognize God raises our people in the body to train up the body for whatever we need to flourish in our relationship with God. And in this regard particularly, Um, What I'm going to share here is actually what Kerry Stewart pressed into um, for several years in her own relationship with God and then started ministering in our body here. So just really credit and thanks to her because personally I've grown a lot in my relationship with God through that. So um, how do I hear God's voice? Step number one, I have to come into a relationship with God. Um, That's the very first thing. So Romans chapter 10 tell us, um, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the first step into hearing his voice. Because the very first thing I'll start hearing from God, any person on the face of the earth who's still walking in bondage to sin is, come, come to me. Um, The the Word of God tells us that the Spirit convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So the Spirit of God is actually speaking to every person on the face of the earth who does not know Jesus as their Savior and say, Come to the Savior. Be free from your sin. So it's the very first thing that I have to attend to. I have to step into that relationship. Later in Romans um, 10 verse 13 it says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So this door is wide open for anybody to come into a relationship with a Savior, Jesus Christ. In Matthew 7, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. So when we say, come into a relationship with Jesus as Savior, we're saying, come into a relationship with your Lord. Um, So that verse is very important because it's not just a confession and say, come into my heart, Jesus. I come into a relationship with him as my Lord. Um, Remember that Jesus said to his disciples, "Um, you are my friends if you do what I command. Uh, We have to recognize how does this relationship look. I'm not just going to hear from him once and then say, all right, be my savior. I'm coming in to remain in relationship with him. We always explain it to the little kids as the ABC of salvation, right? (laughs) First of all, I, A, accept that I've sinned, um, and I confess that. I say to him, I am a sinner in need of salvation. B, I believe in Jesus, as that Romans verse just said. Um, I believe that he's my savior, and I confess it with my mouth. And C, I choose to remain in a relationship with him. I choose to be filled with the Spirit who will then speak to me and guide me in this walk with God, so really, step one is just get into that relationship. But then, step two, closer to the point, is choose to believe I hear God's voice. It really is a ch- a choice that we have to make, um, because the Scripture is just absolutely flooded with testimony of that God speaks to His children. Um, so maybe as a as a picture, Valdo, if we can imagine. A child standing in a shopping mall and he got separated from, let's say, his dad. Um, the one picture will be this dad is somewhere off in the aisles and he's maybe somewhere even in a shop. And the boy is just short. He can't see him. So he's trying to listen. Dad, where are you? Dad, where are you? And dad, somewhere in the crowd is speaking. But there's trolleys bumping. There's music playing with us sp- at the coffee shop right next to him and people are chatting all over everything's noisy so he's trying to discern the voice of his dad in between this whole rumble now that is not how we try to hear God's voice rather if we want to take a second picture and say this boy is standing there and his ho- dad's holding his hand he's right there with him in the middle of this busy shopping mall but still he needs to try and discern dad's voice because there is a lot of other noise around that's more closer to the thing in fact if we can picture that dad lives inside the little boy (laughs) speaking from that's that's the real Christian picture all right we're not trying to hear God's voice as if he's far off what's that lady that's saying from a distance that's not our God Um, if I come into a relationship with Him, the Spirit of God stays in me and hearing him then step three is first of all, quieting down. Just quieting down and and saying, Lord, you are speaking. I believe, step two, I believe that you are speaking to me. Now, I quiet down enough to start hearing, to start listening. Just a couple of verses on that, man. Matthew chapter 28, 20. Jesus promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you until the end of the age. Uh, My Jesus speaking to me is not far off. He's not shouting from the other side of the shopping mall, all right? He's right here with me. John 14, 16, And I will ask the Father, He will give you another helper uh, to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. And then He says at the end of that verse, You know Him because He, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. All right? And that Spirit of God in me has a lot to say. All right, he directs my paths. He's always speaking to me. Hebrews 10 is quoting from Jeremiah um, 31. This is the covenant I will make with them. After that time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Now, Hebrews ten sixteen, the whole passage there is applying it to the Spirit of God. He is the one coming inside of me, reminding me of everything that Jesus wants me to know. Uh, Romans 10, um, quoting again from Deuteronomy. the word is near you even in your mouth and in your heart All right, that's the spirit of God in me the confession of Jesus as my savior is in me Um, and then the, the most important one and I've heard Kerry say this particular verse more than any other verse when she speaks about hearing God's voices my sheep hear my voice I know them and they follow me that's Jesus speaking to me as his disciple my sheep I hear his voice I know him And I follow him. So, just that confession is incredibly important for every one of us. Step two, confess. I hear my father's voice. Step three, then, we mention it quiet down. And the reason is um, you remember that story with Elijah on the mountain? And um, he just ran away from Jezebel. And he's in a rush of emotions. It's been a really roller coaster ride all the way to that mountain. He already needed to be revived by the angels on the way. So you could just imagine a guy who's just, his mind is all over the show and he doesn't have a hold on his emotions or in his thoughts. And then when the Spirit of the Lord um, starts speaking to him, he says he saw the storm and then he saw a fire, um, then uh, a wind pumping. What was it? And finally, With every one of them, he says, the voice of the Lord wasn't in that. It wasn't in that. And then a still small wind came, and it says the voice of the Lord was in that. Um, Really, it's true for us. It's true for us to know that, uh, yes, God can speak with the voice of thunder. We've seen that with um, Saul falling off his horse, and even with Jesus' baptism, you know, Uh, generally though it's a really small still voice God is a God of great peace um, And he knows he can make himself heard without shouting You know, um, In Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 You will hear a voice behind you saying This is the way, follow it um, We often use this when we speak about trying to hear In making a decision As quiet down enough to just hear the Lord's guidance Say go this way, go that way, step there Part of that quieting down though is. In step three is. Um, start meditating on the word. Slow down enough to commit times. Where you sit with a word. And you just quiet your heart in front of it. And you submit your thoughts to the Lord. And say teach me. Teach me. Um, because then we're going to come to step three. Uh, step, step four. And then you're going to see why it's so important. Step four is. Think what you are thinking about. Because in. 2 Corinthians 10:5 it says, "We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ." Without this, I will never discern the voice of God. Um, th- the truth is, uh, there's three voices speaking to us all the times. Um, the first one is my flesh. It says, "I want." I crave, I have to go to the fridge now, um, or I need that shoes, uh, or whatever it is, whatever the flesh is craving at the moment, it's demanding it of me. Uh, That's the first one uh, that I need to take captive, and I say, All right, wait, that's a flesh thought. Is that good for now? Do I really need that food, or is it just my emotions craving something to comfort it, or whatever it may be? Uh, The second voice, that will be speaking to me is the enemy, the deceiver, the liar, and he will come and tell me, um, yeah, yes, tell him off, you know, I took offence, so just tell him off, whatever it may be, or um just stop loving that person because they don't deserve it, or whatever it may be, you know, um, or you're not worthy personal attacks on my identity, uh, the Lord does not love you, he doesn't care for you, or be afraid, be be really afraid because the financial stuff in the world is going crazy that's the enemy speaking now without the previous step quieting down sitting with the word I won't discern the enemy's voice because I won't know what God's voice sounds like and that's the third voice the Holy Spirit speaking to me if I don't sit with the Word of God I will never discern what my father's voice sounds like remember what the word says he never changes Um, Is it in James it says he's not like a wafting boat without a rudder in the wind blown about tossed about with every wind of change our God is consistent he doesn't change so if that's what he said in the word if that's his character there that's going to be his character now the kind of stuff he said to Moses the kind of stuff he said to Elijah David Deborah Mary all of them that's my God still now he's still the same God. Yeah, so three things just then in discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit then is in that first one, get to know the character of God, His true character. I do that through the Word. Um, Make time with Him alone, quiet down with Him. But then a very important third one, and this is why I just spoke about Kerry just now earlier as well, is get around people who do know God's voice get around people who do know his voice and discern it well already and get discipled by them so that when you hear something you can drop it with them and say um, God told me I need to sell my house to buy that red Ferrari what do you think (laughs) Waldo does that sound like my God (laughs) 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 yeah we need that we need people to hold us accountable to say wait 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 that's your flesh buddy um, or that's a lie Whatever it is you know, People need to call it out Because we do not uh, walk in our relationship with God in isolation We're part of a family And there's other parts of this family Who notice dad's voice better than I do yet um, So I need to get myself around them I mustn't isolate myself And then just the two last things I need to hammer in over here With regards to that verse from 2 Corinthians Think what you think about Joyce Meyer wrote so much about this already. She speaks about stinking thinking. Um, So much of our thinking can just go on and go on and defile our life and steer us on a wrong path because we never stop to actually say, what am I thinking about? What are the thoughts running through my mind? In Philippians 4 verse 8, um, Paul tells them, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. All right? So, how do I grow in peace? How do I grow His voice? I have to actually stop and say, Is it pure? Is it noble? You know? And then think why you are thinking about that right now. A thought pops into my head, say, Pray for Voldu. Um, His elbow is sore. Why do I think that now? First of all, yo. oh, okay, don't just let the thought pass. Think about it. Where on earth would that thought come from right now? Okay, God, could this be you? And then I need to step over the chicken line. Voldu, can I pray for your shoulder? Is it sore? so if i haven't taken the thought captive i cannot do the next step and really ask why am i thinking this all right um is it because i just got offended and this thought popped in my head or is it my flesh trying to push something or is this the holy spirit speaking to me right now and that's about it but it's a journey eh i don't know for yourself as well
0: yeah i think the there's two things that stand out for me and and you kind of touched on them but just in terms of you know of, of a dad as a dad you would know you always try to communicate as clearly and as loud enough for your children to be able to hear so the the issue with hearing is never on god's side it's, it's always yes. us having to adjust our like you said quiet down and get to a place where you're close enough to hear what the instruction is. And, and I think that's been really for my own walk and hearing God's voice is, has been a, a, a big um, kind of help. And then also to to believe. I think that for me is the main thing that I am, a, I am born again. I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I do study the Word. I have those things in place that I fill myself with. So when I do think things, I can actually have peace in knowing that this thought has gone through those filters that I've put in place yes. for me to be able to go, this might sound like me, but I'm becoming more like Jesus every single day. Mm. So it's sounding more like Jesus and and it, like Jesus and or God's thinking and my thinking become one in, in many ways. Not saying that I'm God, but you recognize that you don't have to try and filter between yourself and God as much as between the enemy and God. Um, not saying that I don't have fleshly thoughts and things, but it becomes easier with that key of knowing the word what does the word sound you know um, spending your money on stuff that's worthless or something like that yes. then then i have that filter in place and it allows me to not have to do that uh, a long elaborate process but i can start to trust but that's part of the journey like you said it, it, it does take time to develop and i, I mean i'm still developing that But that's been a great help to me to just believe that I do. I am a sheep. I am a sheep and I hear his voice. And because I'm filling myself with his truth, I can start to become confident in the thoughts that I have that you might not find in the Bible. You know, What job should I choose? But I can start to go, okay, Lord, my heart is for you. Uh, My intention is to, to please you and to be obedient to you. So the thoughts that I'm having now, if I have peace with them, I can kind of believe that this is how you are speaking to me
1: now we haven't touched on anything like dreams, yeah. visions, any of those. We've thrown it into a blanket statement of God speaking yeah. to be, But we can touch on something like that maybe in the next yeah, talk. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you so much, Garth. Great pleasure. Episode 53, done and dusted. Thank you so much again, Pastor Garth, we really appreciate you and your time. And if you do have any other questions that you would like to have answered by any of our pastors, Please feel free to send those questions via email to valdu at thefellowship.co.za or you can simply write it on a small piece of paper and drop it in the box in the foyer if you come to church on a Sunday. And we would love to get those questions answered by any one of our pastors. Until next time. Bye-bye.